Hello, welcome to Blaze Pod. It's Tuesday, the 23rd of August. My name's Ben, and on the line, it's the man who predicted that Kadra and McBurney would start against Blackburn, <laughs> the seer of South Sheffield. It is yes. Andrew. How's it going? I'm very, 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 very well after Saturday. Uh, good job we didn't record this actually any early because I think I might have been on even more. Can you get more than cloud nine? Can you be on cloud ten? I don't know how it works. Cloud nine and three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just sort of coming down from that because I thought it was fantastic on Saturday. It was amazing, wasn't it? Um, yeah, get, I think before we get into the game, let's talk just briefly about our start to the season as a whole because. Mm. I think we said this last time. I think we said if after we beat Sunderland, if we beat Blackburn, suddenly it becomes a really, really good start to the season. Like probably yeah. about the best you could realistically hope for. Yeah, you know, yeah, without yeah. Winning every single game, and here we are. We we are top of the championship after five games. Mm. I yeah, you can't like you said. You can't ask for any more. We had a, a really low-key start obviously against Watford I think there's reasons behind that um, it's not all about the injuries but they had the best side they were going to put out all season we did look rusty we had obviously last minute things go against us with the injuries to Robinson and then obviously Anel not being able to play since then I, I mean the, I'll temper it by saying we've still not won away yet but the three home games I, I think we've created so many chances in all three of them that we, in a way, you could probably sit here and say we, we might, we, you know, we could be on a better goal difference. Even though I think I've just read today that we've got the best XG in the entire league now. So this is why I'm. So it's obviously very, very early days. Five games mm. played. We have what is it? Forty-one games still to play. Is that right? Yeah. Games, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's a lot of games actually. When you put it like, that. can we just stop the season now? This is fine. Um, but yeah. So so while it is really early days, we're not. We're not top of the tree like like Blackburn were, where they'd scored with every one of their chances. No. So this is after five. Everyone's played five games now, apart from Coventry, obviously, uh, and Huddersfield. Oh, excuse me, there's a, there's a few teams who've only played four games. But, yeah, due to Coventry, yeah. Right, but not, none of those teams can overtake us by winning their fifth game, as it stands. Yeah. We've scored the most goals. We have the highest expected goals. We have the most shots on target. Going the other way, defensively, we have the fourth best XG against, if you ignore Coventry, we've only played two games, mm-hmm. and the fewest shots allowed per game. We've also missed more big chances. A big chance is what is an opta stat, like based on the XG of how, how good the chance is, basically. But we've mm-hmm. missed the second highest amount of big chances. So not only have we scored tons of goals, we could actually have scored even more if our finishing had been slightly better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that... All those metrics suggest that we have been the best team in the championship through five I, games. I, I think I think it was the, not the top twenty guys, and, they, and I, th- I think it was them. And they said that we have been the best side so far. They say it is early, and they still, you know, expect Middlesbrough to do better. And uh, you know, Norwich have obviously had a bad start and won the last couple. And uh, Burnley, you know, they've sort of scored a lot of goals, but not really got the the wins or anything. But I think they said, like as it stands, yeah, we are, we do deserve. I think we definitely deserve to be top now. It's only five games, obviously, so I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that's it, you know. But for for you know, if you take it from what we've seen so far, we absolutely deserve to be top of the league. We we do look like the best side in the league right now. And we haven't benefited from a soft schedule either, I don't think. So the teams, no. four of our five games have come against the teams in second, fourth, fifth, and tenth. And the other one is obviously Middlesbrough, the outlier, who uh, probably would be bottom if Coventry had played more than two games. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, 
That's ridiculous. You know, there's, there's only one team in the top five who we haven't played. And, we, mm. and yeah, we've put together those results, those performances. And I think, yeah, this to sort of segue into the, the Blackburn game itself, I mean, this was just absolute devastation, I thought. We just completely outplayed them from, you know, minute one to minute 95 or whatever I think was. I think they had five minutes around 50 to 55 minutes or something along that, that where they sort of I remember they got a few corners I was shot from miles away that yeah. were a decent effort just went wide and I, and at that point I, I might have been thinking oh, they're slowly getting back into this but very quickly we just wrestled it back and you know dominated and again and I said this against Sunderland I'm not exaggerating I don't think you, anyone can watch the, that game and those highlights without I think we were, we were slightly unlucky to only get three we I say unlucky, but we probably should have really, and we'll come on to McBurney <laughs> later on. But I think realistically, that were a five or six nil. I really do. It's it's two games running where um, we've won pretty comfortably. All right, the Sunderland scoreline didn't reflect that. It was I'm so bizarre. This Sunderland thing, since you've, I sent you something. Another Sunderland fan, and I, read, I heard something else on a podcast saying Sunderland did really well at Sheffield United. First half an hour, I admit. It, they possibly shaded it. I have no idea how people are saying that they deserved anything from that game when they didn't have a single shot in our area. <laughs> it, it could, it should have. Been, if that had ended four one, I think everyone would have just said, "Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was that was about right." And yeah. I, I'm not. I don't think I'm a biased fan in that. If anything, I'm biased against us because I'm <laughs> looking for the where it's going to go wrong and the negatives and stuff. I think in the last two games we could have had ten goals, like between them. It's it's two games running that we've won comfortably, and the opposition keeper has been the opposition's best player, and has essentially yeah. kept the scoreline respectable because uh, it's uh, Kaminsky, is it the the Blackburn goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah, he pulled some great saves off. Absolute blinder, but um, yeah, we against Blackburn we had three and a half xg, twenty two shots to Blackburn's three. We've allowed mm. one shot inside our penalty area in the last two games combined. Like, yeah. Wes has basically been a passenger. Did, I'm not even sure he touched the ball with his hands in this game. Did he? Like, I can't remember him doing it. I mean, he dived once for that 25-yard shot from Travers, mm. which I'm pretty sure he had covered, to be honest. It, like, Certainly watching the replay back, it looks like he had it covered. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it was a hammering. I, I, I was pretty confident that um, Blackburn's start to the season was a bit... Uh, smoke and mirrors but well, um, just before yeah I mean this is the thing a football I, I'm not taking anything away from United but football is a game with two teams and they were absolutely awful Blackburn they were they are however the fourth best team in the league right now <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for what it's worth yeah. Um, yeah and they've only lost one of the games so uh, yeah they, they were awful I thought they were, um, I thought their approach was just just utterly boneheaded to be honest like so mm. defensive weren't they I mean like just sat on in their own third basically. Yeah, they, I mean, I'd, I, obviously, I've not seen it, but I'd love to see the you know the positions where, where the the average position of each player because there must have been in, our, in, in the fight you know in their own sort of third. I, yeah. I can't. And even when they were one 0 down, like I said, they had that five minute spell where they saw. I mean, I even said they went for it. They won a couple of corners due to you know a few crosses and stuff like that. Even then, they were so deep, and I, I did not know what the game plan were at all. I'm not sure what because I suppose they could say. Outside of Norwood's free kick in the first half, they, they could have gone in nil nil. You know, it's, a, it's a, a an incredible goal, but it were obviously coming. Yeah, yeah. McBurney had one uh, cleared, cl- off the line. cleared off the line, which he, he probably should have done a bit better with, um, mm. which was a bit of a theme of his day. <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's talk McBurney just just straight off, I guess, because um, he had a fantastic, maybe not fantastic, he had a very good game. Uh, mm. 
his finishing was just dreadful. It was and, excellent um, in everything he did outside of the finishing. It was it was a McGoldrick of a performance, really, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's reminded me so much of McGoldrick, and I think. It's bizarre because if McGoldrick does that, which I think most fans are like, yeah, but that's what he does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But because McBurney's obviously gone so long without a goal and so long without a good performance, really. Mm. Really encouraging the last... I'm not getting carried away with him, but uh, in the past game and a half, when he came out against Sunderland and this game, he's looked a complete... He looked like the player that sort of did okay in the Premier League. Well, did very well in the Premier League, actually, for six or seven games in the first season. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it was more encouraging. I'm I'm gonna I'll temper in this slightly. I said before, and Blackburn have got like the second lowest aerial win rate in the first yeah, four yeah. games. So it may it may be that they are a physically weak team that mm. McBurney was able to kind of have his way with a little bit. The seven the seventeen year old at the back who I think's got a lot. Is it Phillips? I can't remember his name. Might be. I, I forgot. Uh, yeah, obviously he's he's been linked with a lot of uh, bigger clubs and and maybe, but obviously he's only seventeen. So maybe it was a game farmer, Burnie. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I thought Ayala, he gave you the run. I mean, I, I say this, when Bernie wasn't the, wasn't a battering ram striker, was he? But, no, no, no. You know, no, maybe no. if he is up against more physical defenders, he just doesn't get... He, well, he's just what we've seen from the rest of the this season and last season out of him. But, really glad the crowd got behind him as well. I, I know it's it's easy to say that, but it, when that bizarre five-minute spell where he could have had an hat-trick... Um, <laughs> we, we just, I mean, obviously, you come to sit with me for the second half, and we were all just looking going... What? This is like a sitcom now. This is like a sitcom <laughs> of a footballer who's sort of just not good enough or what you know. And it, I, I just couldn't. It was, it was one of the most bizarre moments I think I've ever seen in a Sheffield United game. Just that five-minute spell where he had three unbelievable chances. Is he? Is he ever going to score? I'm, I'm just convinced he's snake bit at this point. It's just never going to happen. I predicted him to score when the teams got announced. I said he's going to open the scoring. I think I went for a two-nil win. I'm going to say he's going to score at Luton. I'm just going to keep saying it. <laughs> it's not like, you know what, the thing, obviously we do need him to score, but he's not as the biggest... It's, if he's playing like that, and mm. he's doing sort of a McGoldrick, and you know, very similar performance to what McGoldrick did for us in the... He didn't score, but he was at the heart of a lot of good things. If he does that, he's, I'm not... I, I want him to score, and he does need to score. But if he's offering something else, that's something. Which is, yeah. you know, before, he's been offering nothing, so... Totally fair, totally fair. Um, he did hit the target with all three of his chances. You know, one, one's cleared off the line. Uh, two, he, uh, I'm trying to remember the, the third one now, actually, but the second one was certainly a, a very good bit of goalkeeping. I don't know why I can't remember the third chance suddenly, um, but it came like almost immediately afterwards, didn't it? Um, it's just, how has he not scored? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, like, I'm sort of like going in both directions here of like, Okay, they were, you know, he hit the target, he did the right thing. What more can you really ask of him? But he has to score at least one of those chances. I think he now has yeah. like the has like the highest XG per ninety in the entire championship, basically. Yeah. After that one game, probably after those fifteen minutes, really. Mm, but yeah, I mean yeah. that one where Egan heads it. I, I mm. think he went. He were almost slow motion. He took so long. I don't, I'm not saying he would have scored anyway, but he took so long to sort of get a shot off I was sort of imagining that the flag had gone up yeah. it, were, it were pure like slow motion and, and then he oh. <laughs> yeah he doesn't he doesn't fluff the chances like no, no. it's not it's not like you know messing it up or anything like that it just 
It's just at some point, you just have to think, when is it going to go in? Like, is it ever going to go in? And the third one, he does really well. It's not really a big chance, I don't think. You know, when he he does the the (laughs) Tim Pop Paul Gascoigne. Oh, yeah, flick over there, yeah. And then he he, he does well to even get into that position. But, again, it goes down as another half chance. And I just hope he keeps plugging away. And it, it must be awful knowing how long you've gone. Without scoring and and then missing those, and he looked like he wanted to the, the ground to swallow him up. But you know what? Fair play to him because he he carried on and he carried on, and he looked fitter and stronger than he has done for mm-hmm. two seasons. Yeah, it, it was encouraging, definitely. I uh, I think at the start of the season, I said I've just sort of mentally written him out of consideration in terms mm-hmm. of like us getting anything out of him this season at all. And yeah, yeah, that was uh, th- that. Yeah, lifted my hopes that we might actually have like a viable championship forward at some point this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, hopefully. I mean, hopefully it's not just him. On, obviously, Brewster came on as well and uh, missed a, a really, really good opportunity right at the end. So, it did indeed. Yeah, we had we created six big chances in this game per up. It was actually it was seven immediately after full time, but one of them's yeah. been uh, adjusted down retrospectively. But um, yeah, and and you know, you look at the actual goals. I mean. Two of them are from 25 yards, and uh, the third one is smashed in off uh, and Chai's backside. But yeah. yeah, that's what we need a McBurney to do. You know, I, when that goal went in, if it had just been McBurney there and him on the backside instead, then <laughs> that, that's exactly what we needed. <laughs> yeah, indeed. But at the same time, it's it's not a coincidence that uh, you know and Jai's on the pitch for like a quarter of the minutes and scores twice, <laughs> yeah. is it? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, Norwood with a delicious free kick um i think took everyone by surprise i was about to say because i don't think i've asked you this where what what were you thinking as he stepped up because me and eggy were speaking and i said what are you going for and i think he said over oh, bar and i said wall and then it just sort of killed in and you're whoa <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well i i wanted um i was actually hoping Kadra would take it because he uh, uh i i thought he was a you know dead ball specialist and we've seen Norwood take I think that's the first free kick he scored directly I believe since Villa at home in the fall over a thousand days ago yeah and And I'm not sure it was a shot I think that one from Norwood but it was more of a a clever free kick rather than a the keeper obviously weren't really ready and he he sort of curled it in I think that's right if I'm remembering that right yeah uh, well I believe that is it's not just his last free kick goal it's our last direct free kick goal yeah so it's been yeah close to uh, close to three calendar years because that would have been around this time in 2019 right just after his Mm. time yeah 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 because our holiday I always go on holiday around the same time I'm going away next week so it will have been around that time yeah Uh, yeah it was first first whoa (laughs) that's almost four years ago is this Mm. right yeah First of, yeah. first of September 2018. Yeah. Almost four years ago, yeah. Since our last direct free kick goal. Certainly in the league. Maybe there's yeah. been one in, you know, Mickey Mouse Cup or something that I forgot. I, I can't remember one at all, to be honest. Yeah. It's like we, I got to the point where we get a free kick now and you think, well, it's not going to go in, but let's hope we can get a corner from it. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's hope we don't concede from yeah, our own corner. Yeah, exactly. The corners <laughs> have been a lot better as well. Obviously, the, the focus will go on the free kick, but mm. I think Norwood's corners this year so far have been so much improved. And mm. I listened to John off Four Blades and he said, and he, he, you know, I think it's a good point that he said he's, he's now trading with people like Kadger and Doyle, mm. who, who are renowned for set pieces, as you said. And it must improve. It must spur you on to to say, no, hang on, I'm the set piece taker here. Mm. And I, I, it, maybe it's a coincidence, but I really think we've seen a massive improvement from uh, Norwood in, in his set pieces. 
Maybe having Armand Odzic in the team as well helps. Yes, very uh, true. Yeah. Big, big aerial threat, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and big Norwegian geezer, obviously, uh, get, you know, I, getting involved. I listened to a Red Off Sheffield um, and they were interviewing a Luton fan and they asked him, like, I think they, I think he went for 1-1, one, one, the Luton fan. They said, do you think he's going to score? He goes, oh, John Egan always seems to win headers for you lot. And we're like, whoa, <laughs> you might win him. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, a really fantastic free kick by Noah. Just, uh, yeah, steps up and whips it over the wall, like to the keeper's side, I think. But mm. it's got so much, like, dip on it. The angle on the Behind the Blades video is really yeah. good, actually, like yeah. the pitch level angle. You you really get to see the um, the dip on that. But, yeah, it, t- it certainly took me by surprise. I, you know, as you said, it, but at this point, it's just like, we're never, ever going to score any of these. Let's hope we can yeah. get a corner out of it. So, and the way, the way he celebrated as well, where he just sort of stands there, I thought, oh, his keeper's probably not ready. Referee's probably not blown. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he's going to have to take it again. But I think there were two goals. The Endai one, obviously. In fact, all three to a degree, where there were sort of a split second, or more so in the third one, which we'll get to. Okay. We thought, oh, oh, hang on, this in. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that was obviously, that started the ball rolling, so... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, he's had a good start to the season, Norwood. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, particularly the last, uh, the two home games that we've just had. I didn't see um, at Millwall, obviously. Millwall, so. yeah. But um, yeah, I, I thought he just completely dictated things all the way through this game and the goal was just the icing on the cake. And then, of course, he gets a bit overexcited, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, do you know what? That second shot, and I've looked at the highlights and it weren't really that close. I thought that I, were, I was cheering, like, yeah, I'm sure that went in. It went through now. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> that was miles out. Wasn't it? That was at least 30 yards. And, uh, yeah, all the crowd shoot like that. Yeah. And you think, oh, he is going to, oh my, he's nearly in. <laughs> it was a good hit, to be fair. Only, yeah. only just dipped over the bar. Um, this, is, uh, this is his 20 goal season. This is his Michael Brown season. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he takes a pot shot from the second half kickoff of all yeah, things. Like, yeah. I, I, that's, I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone score one of those. I might be wrong, but I can't think of one. Uh, I was just suddenly feeling like I'd seen one last season, but not in this country. Like, you know, you just... Maybe. You just see it on Twitter, like, in, I don't know, Korean League or something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is not not the highest percentage. No, <laughs> no. Like but, but fair enough. I uh, I appreciate the confidence. Um, I meant to actually bring up the, the timeline of when this all happens. But uh, yeah, Kadra gets a start. Um, and not a, you know, hugely impressive game for him or anything. But no, I no. think just underlines like... So I, I'll take this as... So Kadra comes, plays 65 minutes, he goes off, and Jai comes on 65th yeah. minute. Being able to swap those two yeah, is just yeah. so tasty, isn't it? I mean, that that is going to devastate teams, I think. This is what I was hoping we were going to do, and this is why we obviously we criticised Eckenbottom at Middlesbrough, because I think this is what we all want to do, but end die off for a cadre. Hmm. And I'm, who knows whether whether it works or not, but I think we saw in this, obviously end die rightly is going to get all the praise and we'll come on to him. But yeah, I think that the work Kadra did, just close, he's closing down on his pace and everything, fantastic. Hmm. Must have knackered the Blackburn defenders out and then Endai comes on and they were like oh no not another one you know what I mean it's, <laughs> it really is that's what it seems like and I, I, I was I'm the same as you I thought Kadra were one of our quieter players but still think he, his work rate alone was enough to get him a 7 out of 10 for me yeah absolutely and I mean this is the other thing I, I forgot to mention you know when I was rattling off all those stats and obviously being you know most points out of any team so far mm. the two lads that we have on loan from Manchester City 
have barely featured no. yet. I was really impressed with Doyle when he came on, actually. I know it was a little cameo, but, mm. you know, that little bit of skill where he over it, they're only little bits, but he, he seems a quality player as well. And, yeah, I'm really, I don't want to get carried away. I don't want this to, I don't want to, you know, be this big cheerleader, like, we are the greatest in the world. But I, it's really hard not to get excited. And I, I did a video for John I on Show Review, and I said, this is the most excited I've been looking forward to games for a long, long time. Because even in the promotion season under Wilder, and even in the Premier League season, there were always those nerves. In the Premier League season, it, you were thinking, hang on, if Man United turn up, we could get beat 6-0 here. And obviously that never happened, but there were always that sort of fear that it could have been a, a bit of an hiding. And then in the championship season, we only really proper got going after Christmas. And then you sort of, how's Leeds gone on? How's Leeds gone on? It were all so tense. Mm. Because it's so early in the season now, you know, if we lose to Luton, but we give it and we play as well as we did at Blackburn, it'll be disappointing. But I, I'm, it's not a disaster, and I'm just really, really enjoying what I'm seeing at the moment. Mm. You, you're right. You, you were right earlier to raise the away point, mm. uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll certainly bring that back up when we talk about yeah. Luton at the back half of the podcast. But um, yeah, for now, it's. Uh, it's, it is really, really exciting to watch and to see players coming in and out of the side. And yeah, obviously, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether we knew this last time we recorded, but uh, Sharp's injury sounds fairly serious, I think. Oh, you, yeah, did, you did mention yeah. uh, dead bat seen him on crutches. Yeah, so. dead bat seen him on crutches. And um, that's twice dead bat. I'm not going to give the other one away, but twice dead bat's been in the know about Sharp's injuries. <laughs> 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 I've given it away. They were last season, yeah. You told me <laughs> last season. The yeah. only other time he was The in only it. other time. So if, if anyone wants to know Sharp's, how Sharp's fitness is going, ask dead bat. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I would love Sharp to be fit, we are quite well stocked in attack, I think, at the moment. Like, I think we can absorb that injury, assuming nothing disastrous happens. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even even like look, barely any of our forwards have scored yet, have they? Apart from a this jive, is the thing, but... and I before the season, and, and to a degree, I still think that it, we could do with another forward, especially like a, a hold up player in the way that McBurney played on on Saturday. But I do, I heard Eckenbottom's interview, and I do completely understand when he said that we've got two 40 million pound players here you can't expect realistically the board to just pay out another massive sum you've got to try and get something from these two players who are proven it uh, at this level before I think Brewster McBurney and Jai Kadra could play there um, potentially (laughs) Jefferson Asula potentially McAtee playing off a striker as well Mm -hmm. that should be more than enough especially if the team is playing like this, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think you or I could probably get a couple of goals. Um, <laughs> maybe going to slide too far. Uh, but... McBurney, you're basically saying you're better than McBurney. <laughs> <laughs> Even McBurney will get a few goals if we keep playing like this. Um, so yes, and Jai comes on in the uh, in the in the 65th minute, and uh, seven minutes later, the ball is being smashed in off his backside via the foot of Sanderberg. Uh, great play by McBurney, actually, to. Um, to create this, I think, you know, yeah. he, he sort of um, uses his strength to control it and then, yeah, spins to the byline, hooks it back. There seems to be, I've seen a few people, uh, not United fans, but 
uh, other fans suggesting that the ball was out. Yeah. But I, I think a couple of Blackburn fans said it, but they, to, to be fair to them, they were also saying it didn't really matter because it was just a matter of time. It seemed that like we were going to get a second anyway. But yeah, uh, I certainly couldn't tell that live and uh, can't really tell it on the replay either. So no, um, no idea on that. But yeah, Berger uh, side foots it towards goal and. The keeper's finally beaten because he deflects in off and jive. He's going to save it though, isn't he? It's another he great is, save coming up. Yeah, yeah, because at this point he's made the um, yeah the double save from McBurney and mm. pretty sure he's saved another one at that point as well. Um, and then just the moment seven minutes later that is, I just I'm running out of words to say about Njai and He hasn't even played a full season for us yet. No. Like he, this time twelve months ago, he was like just this guy who won't play for us because he doesn't have a contract yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, talk to me about this goal. Well, it obviously, obviously runs from his own half. Obviously, again, I'll stop you with this for this. Uh, and you go on, go on. And, and, you know, you're thinking, even if he just gets a shot away now, he's done well to get it from where he got it to get it to the edge of the area. And I know you're another one who you did not think that had gone in, did you, from where we were stood? <laughs> didn't. It, it, yeah, and if you listen back, especially on the behind the blades, when it goes in, it's not a loud cheer. And I think I could be alone here, but I think a lot, well, where we were anyway, no one really cheered because it looked like it had like sort of hit the side netting and, and come back out. Of the, just incredible. One of the best goals I've probably seen at Bramall Lane that because it's on his wrong foot for it, which is it, it, just everything about it. It was like, it was like the goal scored against Fulham mm. times 10 for me. What a blooming player this kid is. Um, yeah, he obviously... I mean, it's just got everything. He wins the ball in his own third. Like, you know, shrugs the Blackburn midfielder off it, and then he's mm. just gone. Like, rides a tackle, you know, gets all the way to the edge of their area, their area step over to find the space, left-footed 25-yarder in off the post. Yeah, as you said, as you said, I really thought it had gone wide. Like, mm. I think it's because... It, so we, just for anyone listening, we, we're stood to the right of the goal, aren't we, yeah, on the cop? yeah. So I think it was like the angle, we could see it start so wide and it, yeah. it gets so much swerve on it that it, it clips in off the post. But yeah, I thought it just like missed the goal and like hit the stanchion or something behind the goal. I was clapping as in good effort. Great effort, yeah. Yeah, good effort. <laughs> I'm like, everyone's cheering. You weren't yeah. like a shot. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Like one of, the, one of the best goals I've ever seen live and I didn't even know it gone yeah, in. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope other people have a similar experience with eyes. they're going to think we're completely yeah, insane. I, or... I, like I say, I'm just clapping thinking and then everyone was cheering and I thought, well, we've got a corner. <laughs> and then I obviously realised what he's doing is, you thought he'd actually miss and didn't realise, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, honestly, I did, yeah. I thought he'd done a Raheem Sterling versus uh, Italy at the yeah. World Cup. <laughs> so bizarre. Um, I mean, I, I was like screaming at him, don't pass, don't pass. Yeah, like, as yeah. soon as he got to halfway. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see him pass the ball ever. I just yeah. want to see him dribble around. And, the, and the man he could have passed to with Matt Burney as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. That's, that is a good point. Yeah. Incredible goal uh, from a, a really special player. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a. And this is another reason to be kind of excited, I think, is we suddenly have quite a few assets, don't we? Like financial assets. If, this is. Yeah. If something goes pear shaped, then. I mean, and Jai's going to be worth. I mean, surely he's going to be at least twenty million to somebody if he if he carries on the last twelve months. This is what the good thing is. Obviously, Gibbs White wasn't our player, and as we've seen, he's gone for forty million or whatever it is. 
what I understand the worries, and I've obviously been reading the forums of people like, oh, can we keep older and die? Can we keep older a bird? Can we, uh, even an L, you know, obviously with this start. The, the the positive thing about it is they are our players and they are going to fetch a pretty penny, yeah. um, which I've got no reason to believe won't go back into the team based on what the Prince has done so far. Yeah, and yeah, that we're we're gonna stick our feet in the ground and demand the big fee. If, That's you know, it. if somebody wants these players, they're gonna have to pay, you know, a lot for them. I, I like enjoy. I'm really not worried about losing him yet. I don't think anyone is gonna. I pay. think it's in every no. I, I don't. I think especially the last week of the window. I think if you're gonna buy someone in the last week of the window, it's normally someone's come straight into your first team mm. because it's almost the season's already started. We're, we're sort of you know the Premier League three four games in. They're, let's say, I don't know, Everton are interested in him. Is Endai going to walk straight? I know they're not a great side, but is he going to walk straight into their team immediately? Is that what they need right now? I think he's a player who needs a full season in the championship to show exactly what he can do. And then he could probably even get a bigger move than than the one. Than, so there will be people looking at him, obviously. Mm. There will be people sort of saying, oh, keep an eye on this guy. Yeah. But if I were him, I if he goes to a Premier League club now, I think he will be wasting a season. I think he'll be sat on the bench. And obviously the World Cup's coming up. Will he want to be doing it? You know, will he want him to be sat on someone's bench while while ever the World Cup's coming up? I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it from a United bias point of view, but I think it's massively in his I can understand Berger going if the right offer comes in. I think it's in, in Dai's interest to stay with us for at least a season. Yeah. I, I just don't think anyone will offer us enough for it to be I, I think he's worth more to us than he will be to other teams, if, mm. if you get me. Like I just I can't see how anyone would say here's 25 million for Njai right now. No, like, which is which is probably the amount where we would have to like seriously consider like, oh, you know what? Maybe we should actually just cash this in at this and point. Th- this is why I bring Everton up because you'd have thought that the teams interested in Njai would have been the teams interested in Gibbs White, very similar players, similar sort of positions, similar sort of age, and they're only as far as I know, Forest and Everton interested in Gibbs White, who is a more developed version of Endai because he's, he's had a full season in, in the Championship, mm. and he's gone for forty million. <laughs> so if Endai keeps his, you know, keeps this form up for a full season, he could be going to someone better than Everton and Forest. Yeah, indeed. Oh my lord, I'm getting overexcited. Yeah. Just and if he goes, it don't matter because we've got McAtee and Kadra. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. Realistically, I, I said to you, he didn't even start this match, mm. and that is a testament to how good the attacking options are at the moment. The, the fact that he's, he were on the bench, and I don't think anyone. We are in the pub with you when it, uh, the team news came out. I don't think anyone said, "Oh my, how's he dropped and dying?" Because we've got that many options, it makes sense. He's played two games, freshen it up. I'm sure we're back in for Luton. Yeah. Oh, it is exciting though, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've tried so hard not to get carried away. Just to be clear, I don't want us to sell any of these players. No, no, I no, no, no. very much want this side to be kept together. But as you said, uh, if some of them do happen to leave, then we can be pretty confident we're not going to get, you know, Calvert-Lewin or uh, Ramsdale. Yeah, the it's first not going to be a Where we're like yeah. massively regretting it two years later. Uh, we presumably will be in the box seat of negotiations and yeah. Yeah. I think this is the strongest bench I've seen at United, including the Premier League season. Yeah, it's it certainly looks that way. Yeah, I think and, <laughs> the four we brought on and Die Brewster, Basham, and Doyle. Yeah. You know, they're four players who get into ninety percent of Championship teams. Yeah, I'm just thinking now. Like, yeah, the, so Brewster and Brewster and Basham would have been in our best team last season, wouldn't they? Had they been fit. 
Maybe like Sharp instead of Brewster, but yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, certainly, yeah, it would have started more games, definitely. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would have thought Doyle probably would have been quite involved as well yeah. at various points. And then, yeah, and Jai is just, uh, yeah, verging on superstar status. Mm-hmm. Um, so we win 3-0, but Brewster, as you say, it goes... Um, uh, he runs in on goal late on, and uh, the keeper makes uh, a very good save with his foot. Just a a brilliant afternoon at the lane of the lane. Mm. Just everyone was just totally buzzing. I think just a really even before the enjoy wonder goal. I thought it was a really good atmosphere um, from United fans. Anyway, Blackburn were kind of kind of silent through this one. I thought and mm. um, just felt like a absolute party, didn't it? I mean, I, I don't know if everyone's just sort of uh, feeling the same way that you and I have just kind of said here of like. God, this is exciting at the moment. <laughs> like, it is, it's exciting. He's five games in. I'm sure if there's any neutral listener that be thinking he's getting a bit carried away. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, five games in, top of the league. It's not about being top of the league for me. It's about the options and the fact that I think we can get better. Mm. And we seem to be getting better week on week so far. And we're going to have rough spells, and I'm not saying we are going to go up, but this is a season where I think a lot of people, myself included, thought... <laughs> This before we, you know, made any signings, thinking, oh, we're going to have to start clawing back some money now, and it's probably going to be a bit difficult, maybe flirting with the playoffs. And we look so far to a better team than last season. Yeah, pretty, pretty comfortably, I think. Um, just a couple of the individuals from the game. Uh, another good game from Max Lowe, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he backed up the performance against Sunderland and was. Basically the same level, I think, would you yeah. say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I, he were up there for one of my man of the matches, Max Lowe, to be honest. Yeah. I don't remember him doing much. He didn't have anything to do defensively, but going forward, really, really comfortable on the ball and got forward more than the the other left-wing back. Martin Davis, I thought, had a fantastic game, mm. by the way. Yeah, he's, he's the other one. And those two, um, yeah, those two have dovetailed really nicely down that side. And mm. maybe, maybe there's a... Uh, I don't know, you know. I guess maybe there's... Sterner tests to come for yeah, like Norton Davis, but but like Berenton Diaz is you know he's one of the best strikers in the championship. Like and- you've got Berenton Diaz and Rod Stewart who is come up against uh, and, Sims. and Sims, yeah, uh, and Gallagher who's a you know an experienced championship striker. In terms of physique, I don't think we're going to get much tougher than that. Yeah, so that's encouraging. You know, those two uh, putting in improved performances. It's. It's kind of mad that we just bring in like Fleck into our start. You know, like we just rotate Fleck in suddenly. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. go, we've we've gone from being like, oh god, we you know we have to play Fleck, rain or shine every single game because we have no nobody else. else. Yeah, yeah, and it, you know, we just we just hope that he gives us the the one good game every six or something. Yeah, like Raymond Hurahan last season. Hurahan, you comes. You know, you, you're consistent five out of ten, six out of ten player, <laughs> or you've got Fleck who could get you a nine or a or a three. He's Jimmy or John, so <laughs> very well put. Yeah, um, but it's it's kind of mad that we can just rotate him into this team. And Berger obviously is is still here at time of uh, time of recording. We've got another mm-hmm. week till the transfer deadline arrives. But I mean, United have been pretty good, I think, about keeping stuff close to the chest. Um, certainly about inbound transfers in the last yeah. few years. But it doesn't seem to be much noise around Berger right now apart from like some Liverpool rumours but that seems yeah, a and I think too far I'm not, I, I might be wrong but I've read a little bit of this and it seems like this has come from one person on Sky Sports News uh, who said something along the lines of they're after a midfielder and they were interested in Berger before he went to Sheffield United if oh. anyone else has heard anything else and that that's what I've read If I, I might be wrong and there might be genuine interest I don't see Liverpool buying 
to mind you, I looked at the midfield last night and he probably walked mm. straight into it. So. I think he would, yeah. yeah. No, that, that, that put me on high alert, actually, seeing, uh, yeah. seeing the three that they put out last you night. Know, I think Claude Brugge might be losing one of their best midfielders whose name escapes me to West Ham. I read right. today, so maybe they come back in and, you know, hopefully they keep hold. Just West Ham need to go away. <laughs> Leave Club Bruges alone. <laughs> no disrespect to that league, but that would be a step backwards for Burgess. I think if you're looking at it from a, uh, from a Burgess, sorry, from Burgess point of view, uh, you, you're thinking, for, well, again, I'm looking at this through red and white specs, and I know I am, but you think if we go up this season, that's a bigger achievement than Club Bruges getting in the Champions League. Yeah, on a from a selfish point of view, like putting myself in his shoes, like play like this until January essentially, and mm. there will be a lot of Premier League clubs interested yeah. in him, regardless yeah, yeah, yeah. of what division it looks like we're going to be in. Um, anyway, let, let's stop talking about our players leaving. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess you just can't help it. I guess you just yeah. can't help it, can you? Until uh, the transfer. If, you, if, sure. if your players are playing that well and you're not one of the top sides, you're going to be worried that people are going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Um, yeah, so uh, a, a, just a brilliant performance by United. I mean, Blackburn just utterly shell-shocked, I thought, and so much to enjoy about it. I thought all, all over the pitch, we were just completely dominant, apart from Fodringham, who had absolutely nothing to do. I saw someone, uh, um, oh, I think this was on S2, and I can't remember the poster, and he, he gave... He, Gave Fodringham like a bad mark. So he goes, what, what do you mean? He goes, he should have been joining in the attacks. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was pretty much that easy, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, Blackburn, really fortunate to get away with only a 3-0 defeat, to be honest. But it so. is another clean sheet. And the, the clean sheets at home are just outrageous. I, I, I did have that stat up, but I've lost it because it on the computer. But it's something like, is it? 70% of the games we've not conceded or something like that. Pretty sure we've only conceded in... So we haven't conceded... We've only conceded one in three <laughs> yeah. so far this season. I'm pretty sure it was only three games we conceded in under Heckingbottom. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Last season. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Reading scored twice, but then um, Middlesbrough and... Oh, Forest uh, four. Middlesbrough and Forest... Uh, what's the other one? Forest, Middlesbrough, Reading two. Oh, oh sorry, can't, sorry, yeah. I counted yeah, the, yeah. the clean sheet. Sorry, yeah, I think we're, say, we're yeah. saying the same thing. Yeah, four yeah. total goals, but three separate games that yeah. we conceded goals in. Anyway, um, so I suppose that is actually a good point to uh, transition onto something that maybe will bring us down to earth just a little bit. Um, we talked about how great we've been at home. Next up is an away game, and this is where if we if we get, I, I think you're absolutely right. What you said about ten minutes ago. If we go to Luton and we play like we've played in the last two home games or somewhere close to that, then I really, really will start getting excited mm. about this season, yeah. regardless of what the result is, I think. Yeah, that's it. And this is why I'm excited, because as long as we put in a performance, even if we lose 1-0 and it's a, a scabby goal from them, I think if, as long as these performances continue to improve or, or at least stay the level of last Saturday, mm. I'm happy with that because I think eventually it'll all come together. Show me we're not two different sides home and away, like because we shouldn't be. The no. talent that is in this team and the like attacking talent, particularly, you know, the defensive stability should translate home and away. Mm. Can we just get on the ball as much as we do at home? Can we create to the degree that we do at home? And if we do that on Friday, then yeah, I, I'm going to start thinking that my prediction of fifth was a little bit on the pessimistic side. It's a tough start away from home. Watford, obviously, as we talked about, the best attack in the league at that point. Middlesbrough will get better. They're, I think they're 
all-round play, by all accounts, is far better than the well, far better than positions leagues to bottom. It if is, you yeah. come They're uh, very unlucky to be where they are. Yeah, so that's a, that were a difficult game, and then Luton, who were obviously last season's playoff uh, semi-finalists, so mm-hmm. it has been a tough start. But I do think this is a fantastic opportunity to take the home form into the away form. Not because I think Luton are a bad team. I think Cannibal Fraud always hard to go to and they are a good side and they're compact and they're 25% possession against Swansea Luton and and still won by all accounts fairly comfortably because the, the work rate and the solid you know the, the shape and everything off the ball so it's going to be difficult but I, I'd like the idea of going there and we will have all the possession you'd think and just turning it on and, and having a proper attacking performance and not one of these sort of limp performances that we've seen under Eckingbottom in the past yeah, don't don't want it to be a like inexplicable drifting through a game where no, no. we just we go like twenty five minutes between shots. This is it. <laughs> like I say, I, I imagine we'll have all the ball. I could be wrong, but the way Luton, what, what I know of Luton, I think we'll have most of the ball, and we just and they are, they are going to be sit deep and try and break and try and mm. keep shape and everything. This is up to us now to to look as, as inventive on the ball as we did against Blackburn. Yeah, they uh, they've they've been playing very direct so far. Luton, mm-hmm. you're right. They have the one of the lowest average possessions, uh, one of the lowest amount of accurate passes, and they they have the quickest direct speed in the league. So that's how how quickly mm-hmm. they move the ball at the pitch in meters per second. It's actually it's actually slightly quicker than Millwall. So yeah, yeah they they've are. got uh, is it Morrison Adibayo, wherever he's called up front. Uh... Not sure. Sorry. Yeah, I think I think two Morris were at uh, Barnsley, like two big, powerful strikers, and yeah, I think that's where they they try and get create the chances. And obviously, Luke Freeman, Adebayo. Elijah Adebayo. was yeah. he at Barnsley as well? Was he? I think he might have been. Yeah. Uh, no, he's at Walsall. Walsall play, played for them last season. Luton. No, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course he did. Yeah, I do remember that. And obviously, Luke Freeman's played. I think pretty much every game. He has, yeah. I was going to mention him. Yeah, he, um, he started. I think he's, he might have started every game, but he's he's only lasted like an hour or so. Um, mm. like, come on, it's, I, I don't know how well he's been playing. He's got an assist, but um, yeah, nothing, nothing particularly stand out. I mean, they, Luton as a whole, they so where were they? Minute like eighteenth or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they've only won one. The table. And by the by, I've, I've not got all the views so far from Luton. I've not got enough so far, but he seems like they have had a slow start, but they were really impressive against Swansea. They were very mm. much a Luton last season. Yeah, they've been pretty middling so far. Like they've not been, uh, they're not been like the 18th best team, but they're not like mm. they're not massively out of position either. Um, they have been one of the better pressing teams when I was looking at the stats. They have the second highest amount of high turnovers, um, despite being quite a sort of middle of the road for how yeah. how much they press. So they've been quite they've been good at pressing basically, which I guess fits with their um, direct speed kind of. Uh, Kind of approach, so yeah, it's uh, it's not going to be a, a cakewalk, and until we start, you know, stringing together some wins away, I'm not going to take it for granted that we're going to play against teams away like we do at home. Um, yeah, I, I need to see it first, I guess, but yeah, it's been a hell of an exciting start, and um, yeah, but if it, it feels like I couldn't tell you what the team's going to be on Friday, but should have plenty of exciting players in is how it feels. Yeah, and, and it's a, I won't say it's a big game in, in terms of the result, but it, it's a really intriguing one, I think, uh, just to see how we set up after, you know, the, the confidence should be sky high. We've, I have, we have had two difficult games. I think you can make, I, I don't agree with it, but I think you can make an argument that Ekinbottom are right to sort of just try and go for the point at Middlesbrough. 
uh, when once it went to two two, and obviously we did play for a point. I think at Watford and but for one mistake. I don't think there's much excuse to play for a point here. I know it's a difficult game, but I think uh, an automatic promotion team not necessarily looks at this game and said that's three points, but on the back of the fact that we haven't won yet away, I think this is one to, to aim for and try and get three points out of. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it for, for that reason as much as anything, to be honest. Just like, yeah, put put down a bit of a marker, really. Like, not, you know, not turn up and win 3-0, but can we play like 80% as well as we did against Blackburn away at Luton? And if you can mm. do that, then um, I think that bodes extremely well for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, anything? I feel like we almost sold the Blackburn game short in a way. Yeah, I mean, so damn good. my fault for... Uh, we were going to record... Mon- well, we were going to record Sunday. I couldn't make it Sunday. Yeah, that's uh, right. Family commitments. And then Monday, obviously, we both wanted to watch Liverpool demolish Man U, which didn't, didn't happen. <laughs> Man U were fantastic. So it's almost like, you know, I've read... Uh, I've heard all the other podcasts. I'm sort of black burned out. Yeah, I've seen everything that I can <laughs> possibly watch from it. But still got that glow, still got that sort of excitement. And it's now got to the point where I've sort of over the Blackburn result and like, right, I really want Friday to come. Yeah, and I really, I can't really remember the last time I felt like that. We've had some awful seasons. Even like, even last season, even when we were sort of doing well at the top because the games were coming that quick you're thinking oh, I was going to be fit for this one <laughs> you know mm. I'm really really looking forward to it which so we'll probably lose and I'll be back down to earth and like yeah <laughs> treading them again uh, any any idea off the top of your head how many games it took us to get to 10 points last season I'm just having a Ten. look now 10 games no it weren't that many no. uh, so we had 1 2 5 6 9 jeez you know what you're not far off uh, uh, in our ninth game, we won, and that took us on to 12 wow. points. Wow, yeah. Um, well, Luton had a bad start last season as well, I'll read them there for. I think they were about 18, similar, mm. similar position to where they are now, and obviously they got Forest were bottom of the league, so middles, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I won't be too uh, pessimistic if our middles were fan so far. I don't even remember this win over Derby. 1-0 over Derby? Yeah, home, but the oh. Yeah, yeah, I think he handballed it. Curtis Davis handballed it, yeah. Yeah, what a guy. Anyway, um, sorry, this was a very uh, protracted way of saying, like, uh, or, or to pouncing on your point, I suppose, about being, like, not not used to being excited. And it's we're not actually used to having these good starts, are we? No. Like this this no. level of good start in the second tier um, hasn't happened for a very long time, I would suggest, like. Uh, well, it's obviously, it's best off seven years, which were under Atkins, I believe. In uh, League One. In League One. In the Championship, we obviously start... Back to Warner. Yeah, I think yeah, it is the best off since Warner. Maybe, maybe the Blackwell season when we finished third, maybe. I'm not sure. I can't... I, it's a long time ago. Yeah, it's a long point. time ago. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's at least a decade. So, um, yeah, we're, we're in... Slightly unfamiliar territory, and uh, I am very much enjoying it. Mm. Um, yeah, anything else you want to say about Blackburn or, uh, or Luton? No, like I say, I'm just looking forward to it. I'm obviously away the day after, um, so I want to be going on my jollies uh, with mm. a big smile on my face. And obviously, we're doing a recording on the on the night. We're stepping on Tufty Club's ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we'll do... need to figure out the logistics of that, actually, because I presume you're... Uh... Interested in watching the match in the pub, presumably. No, I'm going to watch it at home. So I'll uh, oh, yeah. I'll be watching it at home, and then um, I will be jumping onto Skype, uh, and we'll be hopefully talking about a four nil victory. Yes, yes, please. That sounds great. Um, just final thing for finish off. Uh, United women started their season mm. on Saturday, or excuse me, on Sunday. Also playing Blackburn. Uh, unfortunately, didn't have the same result. Although we. Mm. 
It probably could have been. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see about you. Obviously, your message, and I've seen the the stats and stuff, and absolutely battered him and lost one nil. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. A really, really unlucky defeat. We sort of conceded to Blackburn's only shot of the game from yeah. a set piece. Hit the bar twice. Had numerous good chances. Yeah. So um, yeah, I enjoyed watching it. You can, if you miss my tweets, people listening. Uh, all the women's championship games are streamable on the for free on um, the FA website. Uh, so I encourage you to watch United Women or indeed any other women's championship games you're interested in. Um, and they've got their first home game this weekend as well, which I am going to because it's on Saturday at Bramall Lane. Um, so yeah, go uh, go and support United Women on on Saturday. It's uh, R5 kickoff. Uh, it's very very good value. Uh, I'm taking my daughter and my wife's coming as well i think it cost us about Excellent. i think it was like i'm pretty sure it was less than 20 quid for the three of us yeah. so yeah great value and uh yeah i'm looking forward to that because we'll have uh the men's team on friday hopefully getting a win and then uh women's team on saturday hopefully uh, backing it up as well and uh yeah we'll have our podcast recorded by that point as well yeah so uh i can just relax and enjoy the game yeah i mean like i said that's the other thing if you win on uh friday we're top of the league no matter what we're watching all the games like, look at these losers below us <laughs> <laughs> absolutely right mate we'll we'll wrap it up there what uh what do you want to plug before we finish uh yeah i got the view from uh blackburn very fair on the whole, um, mm. and obviously well beaten, and I'll have the loot and view up. Hopefully Wednesday, but maybe Thursday. It's one of the harder forums to get views from because obviously the well, arguably the smallest club in terms of fan base. So it's uh, sometimes a bit of a yeah, a bit of a, a pain trying to get views from Luton, but um, that'll be up at either Wednesday or Thursday. Nice one. We'll look forward to it. Well, that is uh, Roy's view from dot com. I think I think we've hit everything there. Sorry, it's. it's... My brain is uh, running on fumes at this time yeah. of day, so I apologise if we've missed any particular detail that we were meant to shout out. But um, yeah, well, well, we'll wrap up there, mate. I'm looking forward to watching the match on Friday. We'll record that night as well, and hopefully mm. I can get that uh, edited and uploaded Friday night for anyone who wants it uh well, late Friday or <laughs> early Saturday yeah. is probably more realistic for people. Well, not if we're um, waiting. People will be on a bender. <laughs> that's true, yeah. They def- they'll be listening to it late Saturday instead when they've come back down to earth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice one, mate. Well, yeah, that's it. Roy's viewfrom.com. Follow Andrew at Panchero. Follow me at BladesPod. And, uh, yeah, thanks for your time, pal. I will catch up with you soon. Thank you very much, sir.